Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Tulsa Lake Radio, your favorite locally-based podcast. I'm your host, Mike, and for those of you who are joining us for the first time, this is basically a show where I go around and talk to entrepreneurs, community leaders, business leaders, anyone that's trying to make a difference or is just doing their own thing or I just find interesting in general. You know, anything goes here on Tulsa Lately. And if you haven't, I, I do encourage anyone who hasn't really listened to go back and listen to some older episodes because I've talked to some really cool people who are doing some really cool things. But this week, I spoke with members of the Tulsa Buffaloes, which is an Australian rules football league. And you are about to learn what that is. But before we get started, I do just want to say that this is not the episode to play with your kids around. Uh, you know, they're really awesome guys. We had a great time. And, you know, we had a few drinks at the first shop talking through all this and everything. And, you know, a little bit of strong language was used. So if that bothers you, this might not be the one for you. But... It was a really awesome conversation. I learned a lot, and they have almost convinced me to start being more active. So, <laughs> well, uh, without further ado, enjoy. I would if there was and if people were dressed up, I mean, if if they dubbed in, if they dubbed in lightsaber sounds over yeah, fences, that's yeah. you would you watch it. You better be dressed up like a Jedi. Why don't you? Or you better come out like Darth yeah, Maul. Is, like, you better be dressed up like Darth Maul. Are you listening to me? Yeah, no, if you're going to be in the Olympics, here, I don't want to see you dressed up like a normal person. And we're not. No, no. The thing is, you have to be talking through the pop filter because it prevents the hisses. <laughs> that's why it's there. What is it, that, yeah. is it that? That's AR, why it's there. ASMR, You're gonna be fine. No, if I come from ASMR, here. yes, I'm kidding, yes, I'm the creepiest trend on YouTube. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm here at the first shop with the uh, Tulsa Buffaloes, an Australian rules football league. Is that right? That's right. That's correct. And I'm with football three team. gentlemen, football team. Yes. Sorry. Part of a league. But yeah. Part of a yeah. league. Yes, you aren't the whole league. Is that what you're saying? We are not the whole league. All right. Why don't I got three of you here? Why don't you all introduce yourselves? Lean up to that mic. Sure. I'm uh, I'm Shane Hood. I'm the, the president. My name is Dustin Brazel, and I am the founder. Uh, Michael James, and I am a player. There you go. <laughs> all right, so we got the just all stages of the hierarchy. That's what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, just yeah. Um, so wh- what are your what are your all backgrounds? I mean, athletically. Well, we'll start with athletically. Sure. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, I probably like most Americans played sports in high school. Um, didn't play anything in college other than kind of intramural and stuff like that. And once I got out, played like softball, but was kind of interested in playing something that had more physicality to it, which I was used to. Um, and so this guy, which you can't see because I'm motioning <laughs> with my hand on the radio, uh, Dustin asked me if I was interested in playing. And uh, I think I pushed him off a couple times because I was playing indoor soccer. Until I went to uh, uh, practice, and I haven't played indoor soccer since. Um, it's a pretty addictive <laughs> sport. So You guys play down there at Soccer City? I did, yeah. yeah I guess yeah. it's the only indoor soccer place in Tulsa, right? Uh, there's one in Claremore, but yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. go ahead. Um, background is uh, swimming and a little bit of distance running. Outside that, I was working at a coffee shop in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and a gentleman... <laughs> approached me and said, hey, you're tall and athletic. Do you want to play a sport that no one's ever heard of? And from then, I've been absolutely hooked. It's been a good time. Yeah. So I played some sport uh, pretty much year-round from second grade on. 
Um, I played college football, very small school, um, very small level. And after I graduated, you know, messed around playing softball and, and like rec league soccer, or not soccer, but basketball and, and some other sports. And then I had a coworker that in Dallas who introduced me to Aussie rules. And it was interesting. He, he came up and I think it was a Wednesday. He's like, what are you doing tonight? I was like, I don't know, nothing. Probably going to go have beers. I don't know. What are you doing tonight? He said, we're going to go to Australian Rules football practice. I was like, sweet. That sounds fun. Let's do that. So I went, and then the following, the next Saturday, there was a game in Kansas City and went and played my first game. And I think that was 2002, and I've been playing ever since. All right, wow. So you've been 17 years in off, off and on, yeah. I didn't take it very serious for probably the first six or seven. It took me a little bit to, to kind of get into it. I tore my ACL in the middle of there, um, or in the middle of that time, so I took some time off. And then when I moved back to Tulsa in 2010, I missed all my friends and, and all the teammates that I had when I was in Dallas, and I was like, well, I'll just start another team. And so, it's been yeah. pretty hot and heavy since then. So when exactly was the – Team started when in all this. Yeah, going? the the timeline's a little blurry. Um, we our first real game, I believe, was six years ago, but we had we started getting traction the year prior to that, where we had some guys that expressed interest, and we would go up and we would play with other teams, which is a common practice for the league that we're in, where you just backfill teams and and help them with their numbers. So I think our first. Competition as a team was six years ago, but seven years ago, there was a handful of guys. Um, there were four guys that went and played with the Des Moines and Dallas sides in Kansas City. So that was like our first action, but not our first official game. All right. Yeah. So what is it, I guess, wh when did Australian rules football make its way into America? Like, do you guys know? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a man of a certain age. I'm, I'm a little bit older than 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 you know, some of the, the guys on the team. And I barely remember this, but I do remember it. Um, if you remember the early days of ESPN, they had a hard time um, finding programming. So I distinctly remember like getting up in the morning, my dad's getting ready to go to work at American Airlines. And I'm like, dad, what are they playing? And he's like, I don't know, son, Get you gotta go to school, let's go. And it was this ridiculous sport. And so there are a lot of people that remember like the old, like butcher coats and like fedora hats that the goal umpires would wear. And, and that's where it kind of started getting, getting some, uh, some traction. Recently, it's getting more popularity because you're seeing a lot of punters in college football mm -hmm. that come over from Australia that are getting scholarships. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. Apparently, I've heard about that with soccer players and yeah. stuff being kickoff. You know. Well, you know, imagine, so, uh, uh, you know, imagine a, an average – a really great, great college punter. Uh, imagine they can, a great college punter can punt the ball accurately 45, 50, 55 yards if they're really good. Um, yeah. And this is, you know, for Australian football players, any Australian football player, they kick the ball so accurately so far, they've grown accustomed to just kicking the ball huge distances right on the mark where they want it. And so it, they've just sucked that talent from Australia, and now you've got this field of, you know, high-level Division Two, Division One uh, 
American punters that are from Australia and they're just doing an amazing job. Yeah, huh. I know OSU. OSU has an Australian punter. To you, to you uh, has an Australian yeah. punter. And really, the guy from mm-hmm. OSU is I think twenty eight, so he's a little older. Yeah. Than ever, and that's the other thing is you have a bunch of guys in Australia who are still eligible to play college level football over just here just because they just haven't because, been enrolled in an American university, or in the, and they haven't or they haven't gone to a, a, I think what, like a year of university in Australia at all, something like that. So. So you have these older guys that are, that are playing at a high level uh, over there that can come over and get a f- you know free four year education and a free four year vacation basically in the United States. So they come over, <laughs> yeah. play a little bit of football. Uh, are are real football players? They're not like a typical punter who who's you know in high shut, school the punter yeah. would kind of like stood over on the sidelines and didn't did do anything. These guys want to get in on the action. They're they want athletes. to go out there. They want to hit people. I mean, it's not like a, a punter and you stand back there and you wait. They're, they're, they're punting it. Then they're running down the field and, yeah, and, clean it, huh? and they yeah. want to clean people's clocks. Because in, uh, in like American football, the kicker is someone that just kicks the ball. Kicks the ball. Yeah. He's that's all his job is. He, but yeah, he's a specialist. He's protected. And, and so that's all, yeah, that's all they do. I mean, yeah. if you look at the University of Miami just signed a guy and he's kind of a character. He's a, he's a free spirit. He's covered <clears> in tattoos. But he's also like 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, I think he's 220 plus. And he can absolutely just just bomb the ball. Yeah, really. <laughs> which, which you know, you think of punters in, in you know days gone by, and they're just kind of these wayfish. Yeah, they can kick the ball, you know, with good hang time and all that, but they're not. They weren't necessarily amazing athletes that wanted to go stick their face in it. So, so they were usually soccer kids, anyway. Yeah, a lot of soccer. Kids. Kids. <laughs> soccer but yeah, maybe. No, no, so, no, the, so the cool the cool tie into that, at least you know, here in Tulsa, is that. The guy who really kind of made that happen or brought that to the United States, Darren Bennett, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. came over from Australia after playing in the AFL, uh, which is kind of the NFL for Australian rules football in, in Australia. He comes over and he plays with the San Diego Chargers Whoa. and uh, yeah. makes the all-decade NFL team as, the, as a punter. Um, I think he then goes to the Vikings or yeah. you know, bounces a couple more teams, but now his son – is the punter for the University of Tulsa. And so he, <laughs> wow. Darren okay. Bennett, is now here in town. Um, but he has, he, he's a, a coach, a punting coach. And he's taking, he, you know, his job was to take these Australian guys, teach them how to punt the way the NFL would want to punt, and was placing people. And I think his, yeah. his what, his most famous convert is... Uh, oh, Matt McBriar from the Dallas... Yeah. From the Dallas Cowboys, who yeah. at the time signed the... Um, the most expensive contract or the, the highest contract for a punter ever at the time. Wow. And, and it's interesting because Matty would always – he wasn't around a lot. You know, clearly he's an NFL athlete and all that. But he would always try to make time to come hang out with the Dallas Magpies and all that, which was my old team, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, there, so to, answer, to come full circle, to answer your question, there's a lot of different tie-ins that you see. The college football game is, is – is interesting because you know anytime you have the opportunity to bring this unique sport into uh, the U.S., that's great. But there's some there's some roots here. It's been it's been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So whenever I was watching some videos of it, just to kind of get a sense of it. To be honest, maybe it's just because I'm completely unfamiliar with foreign sports, but it kind of reminded me a little bit of rugby. Sure. 
Sure. So you know, I just saw it. So what, what are some similarities and differences to maybe some sports that people would recognize here? Absolutely. So, and this is a common thing that happens with Australian rules football is the first question is, oh, you mean rugby? And it's, it's like, no. And that's not us hating on rugby. Right. There it's are some not, similarities. Yeah. It's just a very different sport. So okay. if you take the best elements of basketball, football, rugby, um, some soccer, some soccer, and kind of all mashed it all together. You get the physicality of American football or rugby. You get the um, the kicking ability and and some of the pace of play of soccer and basketball. The ball being above your head and going up and catching it and like rebounding and tipping it and so on. Yeah. So it's kind of a mixture of all of those things. And then you, if you throw in a little bit of cross country because everybody's running all the time, yeah, and it's seven a, seven miles a game. Yeah, it's a really yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's a know, big yeah it's a huge field. The, so the field's it's 185 meters by what is it 100 to 120 120 meters wide. So, so that's like that's two football fields long, massive. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's massive. almost on yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. And you have 18 players per side, so you cover it fairly well. But there's a lot of running, tons of running. So you take all those other aspects of the sport and then just put in a, a whole bunch of cardio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where, where do you play this? Where is a field that big? That's a good question. Um, right now we play at Veterans Park, okay. which okay. at its max, if, if you measure out Veterans, it's, it's pretty much the length is, would be the smallest AFL field in, in, their, in their league and our width would be the smallest width for an AFL field in their league. Which that in itself is kind of unique towards the sport because it's not like a soccer pitch or an American football field where it's, more it's baseball, 100 meters. Yeah, yeah where okay, okay. maybe left field's you know, 315 or 340. Well, it could be 180, it could be 155. And all the, all the individual parks are different. Yeah. Uh, you know, past that, we've been working with this, uh, the county for uh, Chandler Park. There's supposed to be a field up there at some point um, that would be a full size 185 by 110 120 uh, meter field and one of the only of its kind in the country yeah there's an electronic scoreboard well yeah, you know <laughs> yeah i mean there, there could be an electronic scoreboard <laughs> no, uh no, you know no, maybe no. lights i don't know we'll, we'll see what ultimately ends up happening but yeah yeah um but yeah that's that's definitely that's a good question because you know the problem that we have is finding fields that are flat that are big enough for us to play um most parks in the united states we chop them up into smaller fields that will work for like a football field or a soccer field but like you said this field is twice two times as big as, as either one of those so even if you go to some of the soccer complexes in town they'll put bleachers between the fields or they'll put drainage culverts or lighting and things like that so then you can't okay. even like put two of those together to play uh so it's kind of always a it, it's always an uphill battle. I think for a lot of the places that we go to play, they have trouble. We've been we've been pretty lucky yeah, that sure. veterans really kind of fits what the style of game that we play and the amount of people that we have, and it it works pretty well. It's downtown, so when people come and travel here, we're close to you know Fassler, which is our our home bar. We're close to hotels where they can stay, and and then we can go out you know in the evening and have a good time. Yeah, so yeah, it's good. People, a lot of I mean, there's a lot of. Uh, housing there's a lot of business around uh, yeah. pe people it's very visual to people who aren't necessarily familiar to the sport they can watch it play in real time from their literally from their kitchen window yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah. say you know what what's this all about they 
they come down ass, they get involved online, whatever it may be, and, and they see this massive oval in the center of town. <laughs> and it's, it's basically like the Central Park of Tulsa, and we happen to be a part of it. It's really nice. Yeah. yeah. So you had said uh, you had said Fassler is a home bar. Um, we I mean we were gonna go there. It was a little loud. Now we're here at the first shop, but right. we're a couple beers in. You're telling you guys said beer is a pretty pretty integral part of this. Uh, so the, the whole experience, right? Sure, sure. So the, 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 the social aspect of of Australian rules football is one of the biggest appeals. Of course, the game is fun. It's competitive. Um, it's inclusive for all different types of athletes, either if, whether you're off the couch or, you know, a decathlete from, you know, a big university, which, you know, some of the guys they we exist. play against, they, they exist. Mm-hmm. They're phenomenal yeah. athletes. But it, it's more what happens um, after practice or, or after a game that keeps people coming back. I mean, I alluded to it earlier when I miss my friends in Dallas. So yeah. I'm going to go create another team. And luckily, <laughs> luckily I, on both sides of that, I've been able to – to kind of come out ahead as far as far as meeting really, really amazing people, and of course the beer might be a conduit for that. You know, we all, <laughs> it's a yeah, we all like things. we all like yeah. to, to have you know have a couple of beers after being in combat, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I find it in some of the other things I'm involved in. Anytime you get some drinks going, uh, some beer. Um, it attracts a lot of people. If you say, "Hey, we're going to have a meeting. We're all going to get together, and, and or, you know, we're going to go do some cardio. We're going to run." Uh, but afterwards, we're going to go and drink some beers and hang out and, and have a good time. And all of a sudden, it's like, "Yay, I'm here for the beer!" It also, oh, but I had to do some wind sprints before I could have that. Yeah. Well, it feels, you know, you feel like you earned it. Yeah. It also leads to some good stories, depending on how many beers people have. Oh yeah. Some people oh, have yeah. more than others. Okay, so wait. You can't just say good stories and then move on from that. Hit me. Hit me with oh, one. Uh, <laughs> should, we, mean, should we leave names out? No. And protect the guilty. Yeah, protect I would say we do that. Here. Go. I mean, go. I that. I mean, I would say that, okay, we haven't talked a lot about a lot about what the team is or the league and any of that kind of stuff, but we are a traveling team. So when we play, we go to Dallas, we go to Austin, we'll go to Denver. That was what I was going to ask. Yeah, next. I mean, yeah. we travel. Yeah. When we go to regionals Travel's and nationals, we're traveling all over the U.S. Yeah, regionals are in Denver. And so this we year. spend a lot of time at hotels. And, um, <laughs> and you know, and, and after you've, you've played three games uh, on a, on a, in a day, you're, you're exhausted. You go out and you have some beers. And then, you know, some stuff happens in the hotel rooms. And I would say that, you know, we have, I call it the Golden Ring of Honor. It's, uh, you know, we, and I think there's maybe five or six people that are in this, in this ring, but it's people that have, you know, that have urinated all over the hotel rooms. And it's, it's, those are some really, really amazing stories. Yeah. uh, (laughs) That we probably can't go too far into. We're we're, we're leaving our mark across the U.S. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there, there, there's a myriad of stories and some, yeah, some are, Better left untold. <laughs> no names, thank God. But yeah, so we'll, I, yeah, so we're gonna go on ahead and say, what's, what's your next question? <laughs> I would say that's part of that's part of being part of the team. Yeah, you get to experience that that kind of stuff. It's the what stays, in, you know, what happens here stays there. That kind of stuff, and it it does for the most part. Uh, and everyone just looks at each other with a a wink and a nod, like, yeah, I know what you did. I, I saw that. <laughs> I know yeah. who you are. Right. All right, well, I know who we'll, you really are. We'll keep it. Uh, we'll, we'll keep it safe then. Um, ish. So ish. So it, it'll, circle, it'll circle back here. We know that it's fine. How <laughs> often do you guys travel for games? Like, yeah, do you so, have the majority of them on the road? 
It's usually about, ideally it's 50-50 with the exception of our national tournament and our regional tournament. So we end up playing a lot of the same teams just because of the proximity to them. So your, your Dallas, Des Moines, uh, Kansas City, when they had a team, they're working on getting one back. Uh, Houston, Austin, and so on. They, you know, kind of the Midwest teams, we end up seeing them a lot. Um, we'll see them at regionals as well. Um, and then they'll typically reciprocate with a home game. So if we go to Dallas, Dallas will come here. If we go to Des Moines, Des Moines will come here. Okay. If we go to Denver, they'll reciprocate. Um, this year, Nationals are in Sarasota. Nationals are in Florida, Sarasota, Florida, yeah, yep. in October. Yep. yep, so a little different animal there. That's when all the teams across the nation will show up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we – I do most I do most of the scheduling. I do all the scheduling. And I, I always try to shoot for us to have about five home games. Um, typically, that's – three um, teams outside of the state of Oklahoma. And then it's our kind of our, our cousin brother team uh, from Oklahoma City. That And we'll play two home games against Oklahoma City here as well. Um, it's on a scaled down version. So instead yeah, of playing 18s, we'll, be, we'll play 10s. It's called a metro, a metro game, basically. Right. Um, when we play in the USAFL, Tulsa and Oklahoma, play, Oklahoma City plays together as, as the Oklahoma Football Club. Or the and the USAFL is? The United States Australian Football League. All right, all right. The governing body. And yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's about 40 teams across, across the country. But uh, in the past, we've, had a, a, we've always used to have Kansas City come down. Um, like Dustin alluded to a little bit earlier, they've had some trouble putting together a full team recently. But uh, you know, this year, we're looking at possibly going to Philadelphia. And they nice. would then come back next year, so we would start start to add a couple more people into our typical yearly rotation, um, and and try to get teams that are in the same division that we're in, um, because in the USAFL there's four divisions: Division One, Two, Three, and Four. Four is usually a newer team, um, which we were for a long time. Uh, we moved up to Division Three last year after winning the Division Four championship the year before, so we're playing teams like Ohio Valley. Um, uh, Philadelphia, North Carolina, uh, Des Moines, Sacramento, teams like that. And so um, in the past, we always play teams like Dallas or Houston, Austin, which are actually Division One, yeah. upper Division Two teams. So we, we play out of our division a lot, yeah. um, but I think that helps us. It helps yeah. us uh, grow as a team, which is, which is good. So Yeah, those guys are really good. They're, they have a ton of Aussies. We have a few. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, they, you know, I think Austin and, and Dallas have, you can, there's a 50-50 rule. You can only have, you know, nine Aussies and nine Americans max, or nine Aussies max. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. To, okay. Because they want to grow the game and they don't want to, to just Sure. Be, just have it be like Australian nationals. Okay. Yeah, exactly. exactly right. Yeah. That's Next exactly facts. right. Okay. That's not anything we've ever really had to worry about. We've, yeah, we've ever had but, that problem. And then you have, you know, these giant cities where they've got more people in their in their metroplex than we have in our entire state. But we'll still go play them. We're not mm-hmm. we're not scared. But it's also you been know? it's also been a pleasure to it's, win a national championship absolutely. with like not even hitting the fifty fifty rule. You know, we, we play not even half of the fifty. Yeah, not even the twenty five percent rule, you yeah. know. We we we've we've performed what do the kids say well. homegrown we're homegrown, homegrown. We're homegrown. yeah that's where we are we're well, that's, the, yeah, yeah we nice. for yeah. i wouldn't say we were the darlings but the usafl really really liked the fact that we were basically a team that was made up of made up of a bunch of just oklahoma guys uh that we didn't really have a lot of uh uh we didn't have any australians at all um for the first couple of years 
Um, yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah. And so uh, I, I tell people, the way I explain it to people is that we were a bunch of Oklahoma guys that were kind of watching this on YouTube and we're like, well, well shit, that looks like fun. Let's do that. And, uh, and that's, I mean, right now when we see people out like, hey, check us out, uh, people ask, well, what is it? And I go, well, here, here's YouTube. This is what it is. <laughs> this and, is how we learn. You know, and it's like, okay, we'll just watch YouTube and come out next week and play and we're going to go. We're gonna go and travel to Denver this year. We're gonna to go to to Florida to the beach, and we're gonna compete for a national championship. And you know, you have six months to get good at this. Let's do this. So we, it, it was kind of an interesting thing, just the growth of the club and, and how you know how we got to our, our apex of our, our you know, of our national championship and all that. The first thing we did was like, first of all, we just have to get bodies. So how you how are you gonna get bodies? You have to make it fun, and you have to make sure everyone's having a good time and, and they're involved and. Their spouses are involved, and, and whatever it is that they think is great about this, you celebrate the shit out of it, right? Pardon sure. my French there. Um, I'm probably going to curse some more. So That's fine. Yeah. Um, Close your ears, kids. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's about to get bumpy. <laughs> so the first thing is just make sure people are involved and engaged and that you give a shit about them. Like, hey, man, I'm glad you're here. Make it as fun as you can, and that's when the fun stories start going. And then someone tells their buddy, it's like, oh, you should come try this. We had no idea what we were doing from a football standpoint and from an X's and O's standpoint. We still don't, but we know a little bit more. But okay. at, as it started to grow a little bit, and as we started to kind of get, you know, like critical mass, it was awesome because we, we were having fun and we were doing, you know, we're traveling and there's good stories and all that. But then you could kind of see the team take it on where they're like, yeah, but I'm tired of getting beat by 80. Like everything else is awesome, yeah. but we're tired of getting killed. Yeah. So then it be, it's like, well, we need to get in better shape and we need to start paying attention and maybe someone watch a video and like whatever. And then, and then a couple of Aussies came in and then it became like, all right, we've got a great club. We've got some good people here. This is fun. Let's get good at footy. Yeah. Okay. And once we declared that, it was like the, the next year we won nationals. Huh. Yeah, I remember we had that that preseason. It was a preseason meeting. So it was the first. Was it the first year? Or, we had a, uh, no. It was, it was actually. It was actually at Tulsa Country Club. Tulsa Country Club. That's uh, exactly. We had a we had a new Ooh, coach. Fancy. We had That's a new right. coach, uh, an Australian Alex Morakian, who had moved up here from Florida, and he had been involved in the league for a while. He'd actually been playing with with uh, Philadelphia, and he just happened to be transferred to a job here in Tulsa. Um, so of course, us being. Just Americans were like, oh, you're Australian? You have an accent? Okay, we need you to be the coach. <laughs> like, you're the like, coach. Well, if you're Australian, you must know this sport better than anybody, so you're the coach. So <laughs> he, he agreed to be the coach, and so he wanted to meet at the Tulsa Country Club for dinner with Dustin and I and kind of talk about the upcoming season, and he was very adamant at that point that we were going to win the, the championship in our division that year. And, and, and I think we were kind of like, okay. Truth be told, yeah, yeah okay, we're like, yeah, sure. Oh, okay. He's ambitious. Yeah. He's, he's excited. <laughs> that's might, great. All right, yeah. We you might know, drink you, more you beer haven't seen than one practice. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, All right. We might win more, you know, drink more beer than we <laughs> everybody big, else. We have a big ass. Win that. We always just say that we, nice. that we might not win on the field, but we would win the after party and the after party championship. But lo and behold, <laughs> and I don't, think it was, I don't think it was because of anything that anybody saw at that, that dinner or do that dinner. I mean, we had some, we got, uh, we got, and this is the way it goes in the league. We got pretty lucky with some people that came along that year. Yeah. But we did uh, win the championship in our division. And I would say that outside of the first game we ever won, it was like the most thrilling it was uh, part yeah. of it was so this much team. Fun. Yeah. I mean, to, uh, 
to get a to get a cup that's like two feet tall, mm-hmm. fill it full of beer. Everyone has their stupid little medals on, and it was just like it was. When it San was Diego. like we could just once, yeah, yeah. Paradise, San Diego. So it was beautiful. It was pretty uh, much the. Yeah. Fucking Super Bowl. It was. That's great. It was the Super Bowl. <laughs> it was the Super Bowl for about 30 of us. And we have the photographs, and I, and I think people were crying. And, <laughs> you know, well, and it was just the culmination of an entire year of busting ass and saying. Not even an entire year. There were some guys that, that it was. Well, for some of us. We were it was pushing like, like five, six years, yeah. trying to lift this thing, trying to get it off the ground, and trying to get it going. And we did. Yeah, yeah and it's a silly little Division Four championship. But, but, but when you have when that's you have so a cool. trophy, yeah. no, no, yeah, yeah that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you guys deal. literally built it from nothing. From nothing, yeah. so it has to be. Yeah, well, we tell people we're, we're national champions, and they're like, well, but it's in blah blah blah. I was like, well, what are you a national champion in? Yeah, when have you ever and, said you're? And national if you're jealous of it, you can come out and be with us, or go and do something else and make a national championship yourself. Here. But uh, yeah, it yeah. was that was pretty awesome. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. But I will say, the <laughs> so, first so time good. we ever won a game, also awesome, was also awesome. <laughs> Because when who we, is it against? Uh, Minnesota, maybe. I think it was Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota B. I think it was their B team. Yeah, their 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 A side is pretty very, good. Very good team. They're yeah, good very team. good team. Minnesota's a Division One team, right? Or upper yeah, 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 I mean, yeah, I think they're two. Yeah, yeah, but still, uh, yeah. But you know, yeah. like 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 Dustin said, you go out. I mean, I, I think the first time we ever played Dallas, and I think this was maybe a few months before I joined the team, but. Uh, maybe it was like 170 to nothing or something like that. So Jesus. I think, yeah. so so I'm going to send this to some of the, the Dallas guys, some of my older friends, some of the guys that were in my wedding, like Stu and Charlie and all that. And, and Hey, Stu and Charlie. Hey, say, Stu. Stu. <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Hopefully the mic didn't pick that up. You terrible cunt. Oh, hey, bring and, an Australian in here. Yeah. He said, so, huh? so, uh, <laughs> Dallas kind of went through, um, they were a bunch of old guys similar to myself. They got some new blood. And during that transition time, they got really good. And it was right after I left. Sons of bitches. And <laughs> they ended up winning a championship and all that. But where was I going with this? Uh, oh, our we first talking, game. Yeah, our first game. Yeah, so, yeah, I, yeah. I, so I moved down here and, and we... I put together this team, and we show up with, I think, maybe 18. And they had, like, 35 guys, and we're down in Dallas. And it's hot. It's, like, you know, 102 degrees, whatever. It's hot. And they're like, do you want any subs? Yes, we'll take all the subs you can give us. And I'm like, ah, let's just see how it goes. So we have zero subs, and they – there was no quarter. They were clearly flexing their muscle. They're like, oh, Congrats on creating a team out of nothing. Welcome to the big leagues. We're going to fucking destroy you. <laughs> and they did. And it was like, here I am. I'm like, footy's so fun. You're going to have a great time. It's a road trip. It's awesome. It's 102. And we haven't crossed midfield ever. Not even once. <laughs> so I was a little sour at Dallas for that one day. And then we got past it. Oh, I will say the learning this. experience. I will say this. Every time we play them, and I wish Moff or, or some of the newer guys from Dallas yeah. were here now. They love coming to Tulsa. They love playing us now. But we're keeping up on them. Getting closer. Just a little bit. Closer. They're going to laugh when they hear that. Yeah. I don't give a shit. And we're going to stomp their fine. asses. And That's, right. Fine. That's right. It keeps getting a little bit closer. We're going to get I them. recall that we were, I think, ahead in the third quarter of the last game we played That's right. against them. 
Yeah, this is going to be good because they're going to hear us talking shit and start sending it out to their guys. We're just helping your numbers right now. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, no, but I mean, so it was year, it was a couple of years of that. Yeah. Well, actually, it was just more than that. It was like killed. years of that. I'm just getting killed. killed by everybody. And, um, and it was at Nationals in Austin. Yeah. yeah. I think it was our la- second game? Second or last game? Second game. And... Uh, like holy shit, we actually just won. Yeah. We won a game. A yeah. game. Yeah. And I remember that was like that was like winning a championship. It was huge. Matter of fact, I yeah. felt almost more excitement because <laughs> it was something we've been working on. I was like, is this ever even going to happen? Are we going to have? It? Are we ever going to win anything? Or am I just going to quit? Because I've been training for shit. so long and yeah, and and it doesn't didn't even matter who it's against. It doesn't right. it didn't matter. Right. It was that there was another team from another state that came and put a team on the field, and we had our team, and we beat that team. And then it was like, okay, shit, we can do this. We can do this. Now okay. we're excited. Yeah. And uh, and I remember. Um, that was your this. I remember is moment. it was it was at exactly. national it was at nationals, and yeah. we gave shit to a lot of people who weren't able to come to that nationals. Yeah. So yeah. Um, some of us were winners, and some of us were still losers. <laughs> yeah. uh, the twins, <laughs> the twins were still losers. So, so, hang 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 the trip. so let, let me let me hang on. I gotta I gotta back that one up real quick. So we have we have two two guys on our team. They're twins. Andrew and Steven Rasbold. And some of the best players on the team. It's great. They are Absolutely. fabulous. They players. are both of them in at least in the top like six yeah. on our team. Fabulous like, they're super players. excited. Yeah. yeah. Great guys. Yeah. They're just unbelievable people. But they had some some stuff going on and they weren't able to make it. So we get our first win. They weren't there for that. Ah. Right? Now here, hang on, it gets worse. So we're at Nationals um, the year that we won it. And they booked their flights, and I'm not going to say anything negative here. They had to do what they had to do for work and all that. They booked their flights where they had to leave on Sunday at Nationals because they probably weren't expecting us to be in the finals, so they're flying out. So they're going to get on the plane as we're like, like starting the game against New York, which is the final game. Okay. So they'd been there all weekend. They'd played in three games. They played out of their heads. They're all they're great. They're Great athletes, they carry us many, many times. Men's effort, yeah. I think between the two of them, probably more best on ground awards than. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Like absolutely. they're phenomenal players. Best on ground, by the way, is the best award you yeah. can give to a player for a game. For a game, that's, so that's top notch. That's like MVP for a game. They, All right, okay. they absolutely okay. carry us. So they're like texting us, like, text us the score. We're gonna get Wi-Fi on the plane, so we know what's going on. Blah 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 blah. So much like our first victory, where they weren't there. The national championship game was the same way. <laughs> we end up winning. We end up winning, and we're like, we're sending them like, yeah. we're drinking from the cup and you sending know. them, you know, sending sending them uh, text messages and all that. But did they win? Are they champions? Are they champions? So, the answer is yes. Yeah, they so absolutely the answer to that question. Are. Okay, absolutely, right. because yes. that week we came back with the cup in our laps on the plane, and I actually drove it over to Oklahoma City. Yep. and shared it with them and gave them their trophy because. Or their their medals because, um, I mean, they yeah, are they are the a huge part, part of, of the team, and they yeah I mean they're the ones that carry it through over an OPC. Um, yeah, it's always a, striving to get better, always pushing other people to get better. Absolutely. Uh, you know, half our guys wouldn't be as good as they as they are now if it weren't for those guys. So yeah, yeah, awesome. It, but that's just another little unique story that they come. Don't up. miss nationals. 
Yeah, that's like <laughs> Stephen and Andrew Rasbold. This is aimed at you. This is a year in advance. We play it. in October. <laughs> Do not miss October. <laughs> book your book your hotel three. Go ahead and take Tuesday. Monday off. We might be in the finals. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, but maybe. Who knows? But this is just another. You know, it's one of those fun little stories that that this is all about. Just a f- yeah, I tell people. I mean, the way that I, you know, tell people about about the team or practice or or coming out and joining us, because I do the social media as well, as I always say, like, come out and get a little bit of physicality, drink some beers, and make lifelong friends. And that's, that's, really, that's really what, it, what it's about. I mean, if, for a lot of guys who played football, like, the last time you ever play football is when you take your pads off either at the end of high school or the end of college. Sure. Um, there's not a recreational kind of physical game like that. For a lot of guys, the last time you play baseball is the last time you, you take your mitt off playing whether high school college american legion whatever whatever you're playing i mean softball is not the same thing um this is a completely different sport you know so everyone starts at ground zero and they can come out and and assert themselves they can come out and and get in shape work on it and and become the best and be competitive and yeah exactly i mean it's healthy yeah 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 Yeah. everyone needs a little competition in their lives that's exactly it what you got for us mike Hit us with another round. <laughs> well, I was actually, I was kind of curious. Um, I mean, you guys are starting off and really building this team here. I'm yeah. seeing your social media. It's yeah. definitely getting in popularity. Where where do you feel like this is most established? Like, where would you have? Austin, in, Texas. Austin, yeah. Texas. Yeah. If anywhere in the country. San Francisco, yeah, the California. Golden, the, yeah. Yeah. So, so if, you, if you take your, your big markets, um, okay. typically, you know, you have a lot of expats and you have a lot of, you just have numbers. Okay. And... It's Every, about airports. Yeah. yeah, that that's really. Well what said. is where where can you where can you get on a flight and fly directly to Australia, and if you find those airports, that's where people that's where people live. Huh. So you go out to Orange County, Los Angeles, Golden Gate, Chicago, Austin. Yeah, you know, so, Austin is Austin. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, in New York. Yeah. You know, Golden Gate has their own. It's the GGAFL, the Golden Gate Australian Football League, and they have three four hundred players there. So. You know, we have the you know the OFC Okies, and we have 28 players for the entire state of Oklahoma. They have and, 300 players in, in, in and San half of those are oh, wow. Oklahoma City. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or yeah. Um, but it's I think it's anywhere where you have a lot of Australians because this is it is their national sport. Um, it's, really, yeah, it's the yeah, official yeah. national sport. No, yeah. Yeah. It's huge. It's their it's, huh. yeah. It's their national sport, and it's and and it's unlike any. I think it's unlike any sport that we have as Americans because. You know, we had a guy that was over in Little Rock, Arkansas, who would drive four hours over here just to practice with us. Yeah. Hmm. And just I to think practice. to myself, like, just, would just I... Just to practice on a Sunday. Yeah, would I do Huge this... Deal. If I was in Australia, would I do the same thing to go play American football? football? American or, football? Like, yeah. eh, probably, I don't know, probably not. Yeah. Uh, but these guys are... Grow up with the sport from the time that they, you know, they're, they're little kids and they, they, mm-hmm. they know what sports are. Uh, they get their own footy. They learn how to kick it. Um, and, th- and this is what they watch. This, there's places in Australia that only, I've been told that the only reason that that town exists is because there's a, there's a footy club there, and that's it. Hmm. And everyone's around that. Everyone works for it. Everyone uh, uh, builds it up, holds it up, and, and they kind of celebrate that as a community. No, as, as and, from, from a social aspect, yeah. from like a community aspect, it's, it's the finest sport that could exist because it includes everyone. 
from the time you from the time you're old enough to walk to the time you can't walk anymore. You know, people people get on it. Some they, sooner than others. Yeah, some sooner Cheers. than others. Cheers, five years. Our, our, old, our old friend here. Yeah, no, it's um, it's mm. beautiful. People play from dawn till dusk, and it's. So as, yeah. yeah, so I mean, really, if you find those those cities where there's a large concentration of of, of Aussies or expats, and and they want a, a taste of back home, and that's what it is. We're gonna go out here. We're gonna kick kick the uh, get a kick organized on a Saturday, um, and then we're gonna have a couple beers after that, and yeah. it's just a kind of taste of taste of back home. And then those are the people you hang out with and you go places with and they're the people when you need this done you call and find out is there somebody in our group that does this and and uh those are people you're talking to right now <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah it's it's something that unfortunately uh the way that i think the way that we do sports in the u.s where it's through schools and high schools and universities whereas there it's you know it's the city of tulsa has a club okay you yeah. know, and we would, and, and, and it starts, Jinx would have a club, or yeah. you know, and it, yeah, and it starts when you are a small child, and it goes all the way up to seniors, and so you still have 50, 60 year old guys running around playing. So the entire span of your life, you can be part of something, part of a group, um, and enjoy that kind of social. Club. Oh, and it's fun. Yeah, and it's, that too. Uh, it's right. fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, it's fun. Yeah. yeah. That's 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 really cool. Um, do you guys have any? I mean, what events or anything like that do you have coming up? Do you have any sort of any, any yes. games that are going to be in Tulsa? So uh, matches. Yes. Um, what what is the term? Game match. Uh, what, yes. College. Uh, yeah. Like, sure. yeah. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Joust. Contest. Joust. Competition. Okay. Death match. <laughs> when will be the next joust? <laughs> Thunderdome. So, yeah. Thunderdome. Whatever. <laughs> Call whatever you want. Just show up. Quagmire. I'll bring. I'll, uh, I'll bring the beer. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, so, to back up a little bit, our season is officially going to kick off next Saturday. Yep. Oh. And and yeah, by like kickoff, timing then. It's it's very well, timing. Let's do it. By right. kickoff, not necessarily. We're not playing an actual match, but it is the first kind of step towards our 2019 season. So we'll have basically an all-team meeting. We'll get together. We're going to talk about practice, uh, the schedule, um, USAFL dues, our team dues, sponsorship recruitment, all that kind of stuff. And then kind of at that meeting, typically we get an idea of what we're looking at in terms of in terms of players. Because the game's volunteer, so we don't have contracts. You don't you know, you show up, there might be a guy who's been there for three years who just doesn't ever show up again and play. So um, after that we'll go out to veterans and we're gonna just play. Just go have fun. You know, kind of um, no agenda, just just get guys out kick the ball around, kind of shake the rust off and, and start that. But then we'll start practice that next week. And we'll practice on Wednesdays. And we're um, trying to determine if we're going to practice on Saturdays or Sundays this year. Um, but definitely Wednesdays, 530 at Veterans Park. Between now and October, you'll see us out there uh, if anybody wants to come out and do that. But then um, past that, our first game is April 27th uh, in Houston. We'll yeah. play in Houston. Yep. Yeah, so we'll go down and play the Houston Lone Stars and the See, Baton Jesse. Rouge Tigers. That's right. Um, it's, Anzac it's the Anzac Day, which is kind of it's a it's a big deal. It, yeah, it is for Australia. It's World War One. Uh, Anzac is is uh, um, uh, Australia New Zealand. Yeah, and it's it's kind of a, a memorial day uh, kind of event. A lot of a lot of meaning for the yeah, Australian and New Zealand yeah. uh, populations in the United States. And so we go down there. We're lucky enough or I mean I think we're honored to actually be yeah. able to participate in that. They've been doing that for quite a while and yeah. we started going down there two years ago. So we'll go down there. There's a lot of kind of um pomp and circumstance that goes with it and 
And uh, but that'll be our first game. Um, and we love going down there. The Houston guys are great. Best great. Guys, Baton yeah. Rouge guys are okay. But <laughs> <laughs> no, they're, they're great. They're, they're great too. They're different kind of great. <laughs> yeah. Houston guys love you to pieces. Yeah. Baton Rouge guys, you're fun, I guess. Yeah, yeah I said it. Uh, <laughs> this will uh, probably come back to bite us in the ass. <laughs> Sorry, but that's all right. We love you, Baton Rouge. Or not. Or not. Or maybe not. Maybe we hey, stand up and say it. Anzac Day um, is a good day for everybody. Yeah. Uh, so then after that, um, we're working out the rest of our schedule, just trying to uh, – scheduling is a is – a, is, can be kind of a nightmare scenario. There's – you know, trying to deal with 12, 14 teams – all trying to line up a, a pretty good schedule, so you're looking at trying to finagle days and and who can be where and all that kind of stuff. But um, I think that our, our next kind of home event will probably be a Dallas game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here. And we, and so we, and we love yeah. those guys. We want them here. But I, I know yeah. that this year we'll have Dallas will be here, Houston's going to be here, Denver and. Um, Des Moines will be here. Big all games. Right. So those all, are be, all of those. Yeah. All of those are like premium games to come and watch. I mean, that's very competitive. Every I mean, yeah. every single one of those. Yeah. And we love those guys. So it's like that brotherly. You know, it's a, yeah. Okay. After okay. Yeah. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. There, there's a lot of uh, a lot of friendship and roommateship between the, between all the clubs that we just mentioned. Yeah, absolutely. We get along really well. We get after it on the field, absolutely. and then when we're done. We, we yeah, that's and that's a that's kind of an odd thing to, to explain to somebody, but you know, it's it's not just the guys you're going to meet here locally on the team that you're going to practice with, but when you go down to Dallas and you've been doing it now for five yeah. or six years, then you see familiar faces. Yeah, now all of a sudden those guys are you know people that you consider yeah. fr- friends. So, okay, yeah, like Moff or or, or Storzy. When you see those guys, yeah, it's yeah. like oh, you know, like they're old friends and and, and then they call then and then after the game they all come up to Fast Hall and we all and, and yeah. we all party our balls off and make it happen. <laughs> Okay, so let's. I mean, so if I so if I am someone that's listening that's interested in joining yeah. up, should I contact you first? Should there, I just show a, up or what, yes, what's yes, the, and yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. send us a right. signal, like carrier pigeon, Whatever. like just let us know you want to be involved and we'll, we'll hunt you down. Yeah. And where I mean, can they find you? So, uh, so like we're online on, and in person. Yeah, I mean, so, <laughs> I'm so usually on, at Fassler uh, Hall. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so we're on uh, on Facebook. That's our, our main place, Tulsa Buffaloes. Uh, you can find us there. If you're in Oklahoma City, uh, it's the OKC Flyers over yep. there. Uh, Chris Cox and Stephen Andrew Rasbold, Sean Farber, those guys. Um, just send us a message. We have private groups, so usually when someone sends us a message, we automatically take them, put them into our uh, into our private group. That way, they can see all the information concerning games, scheduling, practice, and all that kind of stuff. Um, outside of that, I mean, TulsaBuffaloes.com. Yeah, TulsaBuffaloes.com. We have a website. Um, that we'll be updating with the new schedule as soon as we get that. Um, there's some photographs on there and some you know kind of ridiculous stuff and there's our spo- you know our sponsors and, and those types of things. Um, outside of that, I mean, if you go to Roosevelt, you'll you'll see this handsome guy and you can't see him, but he's pretty handsome. If you want to, <laughs> no, but say dapper, that's but, his voice. But no, a, vi- a big deal is um, you know there's there's the whole digital aspect of it. You can go to Facebook, you can go to Twitter, you can do this and that. But honestly. The best, best, best thing a person can do on Sunday afternoon is to go to Veterans Park in Tulsa, Oklahoma. That's the first thing I ever did. Yeah, I, although it might be changing to Saturday morning. <laughs> to and, Saturday. And, so I would and, say you know, the Saturday best, three o'clock. I'd say yeah. the best thing you do is is come by Wednesday at five thirty <laughs> after after work because that, that is day. that is that, that is day. the day that we are all always going to be out there and we'll have practice. 
But, uh, it's, it's, but ultimately, the moral yeah. of the story is it's it's the most welcoming group yeah, of people. Just, so just show yes. up. If you show up with a pair of shoes and you know shorts, your game. It's it's if you, time to if play. If you show it's, up with no great. shoes and no shorts, you're still if, game. If you like, show up with nothing on, if you show up bare show assed, up, you except can for play. penny loafers. You gotta penny have loafers those are, no, if you're bare ass. We but encourage you up, penny loafers. There will be somebody there to help you out and walk you through every aspect of the game. We're right. gonna send and you back to Facebook. Go to YouTube.com. We're also we're also on Instagram as well. That's right. Okay. We'll post some send anyone a message. Just let us know that you're. No, 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 no. Tell us tell us name of this podcast. This is the Tulsa Lately podcast. Yeah, this Tulsa is the Tulsa Lately podcast. I will podcast. have. A, I mean, I'll yeah. have an intro and an outro and stuff like <laughs> sure. that. No, no, so no, no. But, do, but all disregard that. all that. Okay. We we want to give we'll a huge it. shout out to the Tulsa Lately podcast well, yeah, for hosting absolutely. us and being amazing. Thank well, you so much. Yeah, exactly. You guys and have been a great time. Thank you so yeah. much. You are awesome. Um, and I do also want to say, you know, part of this is, like I said, this is all volunteer, and we're all just guys that just decided to get together and go out and do this, and and and. Uh, None of that would happen without uh, without our our sponsors, the, the people that actually make this, yeah. this happen. Yeah, I was going right? to ask about that. You yeah. guys have some local sponsors. Who are they? So yeah, let me, we do. Let, I mean, me, let, me, let me tee everything up right there with Brian Fontaine and Andy yeah. from Fassler Hall. Yeah. Who, yeah. And, Brian, uh, and, yeah. and Elliot Nelson and, and the McNally's group who have taken excellent care of us. Um, hands hands down we couldn't do what we've done and what we Absolutely. continue to do without without them and their staff they are phenomenal they're great people they're fun to work with and financially they they kind of help things mm-hmm. um keep turning for us so we love you guys yeah thank, love you so you guys. Much. thank you so much i mean there's yep. there's an unwritten rule we will matter of fact when uh, when we came back from san diego you know, the unwritten rule is that after road trips you go you don't go home or that you go directly, we go directly to yeah, Fast. Go to Fast. Yeah. So we, we'll, Every, okay. and, and we did like a 12 hour drive from Ohio, you know, from Ohio all the way back directly, and we came right in and sat down at Fast and had a beer. <laughs> yeah, and that's just become, and that's I, just, I was in Oklahoma City. That is a great bar. I love that I was bar. in Oklahoma City fine, this morning. Fine, fine establishment. I was yeah. in Oklahoma City this morning, and it's so indoctrinated into me that. I still came to Fastler when I got back to Tulsa. <laughs> oh, well, it was unrelated. Yeah, yeah. We and do that too. When yeah. We, yeah, when we do things in Oklahoma every City, then it's like every it's, road the, trip. it's the Fastler double double hall, uh, yeah. double header, double header. Yeah, double hall, I'm double hall. Right. <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll hit Fastler in OKC and then drive and hit Fastler here as well. Yeah, um, and we have other sponsors as yeah, well. Um, there's a couple. Joel Coggins has yep. stepped up to the plate really big for us. Joel Coggins, thank construction. you, Joel. Yes, um, deal. The Hell Factor, the Hell Factor. has in the past. Absolutely. Um, Consumer Affairs has in the past. Yep. Um, you know, th- they always tell you not to try to name off lists of things because you end up leaving people out. But uh, you know, we have everyone out. from like Chimera to uh, Oklahoma National Bank. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the Forge in the past, Consumer Affairs in the past, you Ascent. Guys I, I just mean, want to say, you guys are really hustling with this, with getting people involved and well, stuff like that. People that's, want to be involved. Yeah, that's really cool. cool. Like, this is awesome. This is like yeah, this spans this is, the whole community. This is everyone from all skill levels, open to shut. This is a big deal. And people, companies, whatever you might want to say, they want to get involved with this. This is absolutely. a big deal. This is a young, young sport in the United States, mm-hmm. and we want to promote it. It's it's a great, great opportunity for anyone and everyone, no matter. You know where you are in the 
in the ladder to get involved. It's a great deal. Yeah. Yeah. And if any of them want to sponsor the Tulsa Lately podcast, that's absolutely. That's <laughs> podcast. I don't know why they wouldn't. Yeah, no. no well, we talked. We've talked about this. Like, I think Tulsa embraces kind of alternative sports, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Tulsa Tusk. I mean, where, yeah. where else? Where else can you go in the United States and have that much fun at, at a bike race? Where else do they do something like that? Like, absolutely. Oh yeah, nowhere. they like shut down half a yeah. downtown just to let the guys. Yeah, three days. Soccer. It's awesome. Yeah. Any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. And local local soccer, like the Tulsa Athletic, like there's there's. People love the fringe sports here, and honestly, I think I think it's just people in Tulsa. Like, I want to go have a good time. Yeah. They don't really know exactly what that means, but they also don't need guardrails. They just want an excuse to have fun, so they embrace it. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people kind of complain about, oh, you know, Tulsa. It's it's not as big of a city. There isn't as much to do here. But I feel like that's sort of a positive because people make things to do. Well, exactly you guys right. have made something so awesome I, to I've, do I've, here. Yes, I always say that it's not. People say, oh, Tulsa's boring. It's like, no, you're boring because... Yeah, you aren't even it, trying. Yeah, you're not even trying to have yeah. a good time. Like, you want to have a good time? Let's go over to Marshall's. Yeah, go to their, absolutely. You know, go have a beer yeah. and hang out over there, and then let's go do something else. Let's go to Which, by the way, Fresh. Thank you, Eric Marshall. Thank you, and Eric Marshall. Thank, thank, thank you, Marshall so Brewing. Also one of our sponsors. <laughs> we yeah. keep that up. But, yeah. but, like, something like Lessons and Fresh. Yeah. Those guys are awesome. That's fun. Go do that. Are you about to give me my next Scott interview? Phillips. That? Those guys Actually, cool. you should <laughs> talk to Scott Phillips, Lessons and Fresh. That is... That's one of the best things happening in 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 Tulsa right now. I think, yeah, uh, from a music music art dance uh, standpoint. But yeah, and here we but, are. But even if it's something that's not in your wheelhouse, like I'm not the most arty or musically inclined person, but I'm gonna go. I'm but you know when something's good. Yeah, yeah, when something's good, something's good. Yeah, and I think it's it's or at least it's, go it's, try it. It's like crossing over, like. Okay, we're gonna go do our thing over here and, and play play sports, and then afterwards we're gonna go out into Fassler, and oh, and oh, hey, then we're gonna go over to Sound Pony, and then we're gonna go hang out at you know Tulsa Tough, and we're gonna get involved and go check out Lessons and Fresh or, or whatever. We're gonna you know. Or kind of, you can stay home and watch Matlock and be bored because Ugh. there's Keep nothing to do in town. <laughs> you you it's, shitting it's on my Matlock right now? I'm shitting on Matlock. Hey, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna put on fuck you, Matlock. He wasn't. I was. Uh, uh, <laughs> Andy Griffith, go to hell. Oh, oh man, Andy Griffith is a like national, Griffith. national treasure. Um, yeah, if you're old, I think the difference is 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 people wanting something handed to them to do versus people going out and making something to do. Yeah, yeah. this is great. And, uh, I love it. So, well, so, gentlemen, yeah. we've done almost an hour. An you hour, guys, yeah, I know. Just kind we've of only got right four by. more hours left. <laughs> All right, we're doing it. We're doing a Joe Rogan style. Yeah, let's do it. Join us for hour two. Yeah, <laughs> let me get into some conspiracy theories. Oh like yeah, oh yeah, let's do it. Yeah, or make, no, uh, make Michael cry. Unless if you guys, you guys have anything else you want to just throw out yeah, there? Yeah, should, should they hear like when we shake hands and bro out? Should they hear that on like? Yeah, they hear it. Yeah, there we love go. Love you guys. Or well, should we just say know, thank you? Love you guys. You know, I, I, I think the one last thing I do want to say is that okay, you know, if people are listening to this and and, and they're they're interested in playing this this sport, is that um, you know, there's a growing interest overseas for Americans to go over there and play. Yeah. And a lot of this comes from uh, Cox. Mason yeah. Cox went to Oklahoma State University. Basketball player. Very basketball successful. player over there. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, the thing is, is that he went over, played a high level. His skills don't translate to moving on to the NBA, but he still has a lot to give. And we have guys on our team right now that are, that are the epitome of that. We have guys that played soccer at a super high level. We have guys that played Division One football at a high level. Yeah. Um, you know, so... 
come on out and try it. Like we can get you hooked up. We can get you uh, in touch with other people that that you know have interest in trying to pull talent and get them over to Australia. Um, we had a guy a couple years ago who was on the team that we actually sent over to Australia for better part of a year that went over and did nothing but just play footy and they gave him a place to stay and a, you know a job doing some construction or something like that and he got to live in Australia for six seven months and play footy and get better at it and come back whoa and so those yeah. options are those opportunities are there you, you you're playing football I mean if you know I'm, I feel like this is like a televangelist but I'm talking to you that formal former like defensive back or or center from TU that's sitting at home not doing anything right now. If you want to go on and further your career, there's ways to do that uh, in this sport. And um, that's you know on, on the one hand we're trying to build it just for something to do here at the local level, but yeah. on the other hand we're trying to feed players into our national team, which we have the U.S. team, and then we're we're trying to get people opportunities to go over and. And, and do some other stuff. So Yeah, it's one I of those things that, that, that I'm a little bit sour about because I found the game so late in my life. Hell yeah. yeah. And I didn't take it serious enough, or serious enough um, so early. Yeah. So I wish I would have had the opportunity to go to Australia. for mm. Even if it's just for a year, go see what it's about. Go play this amazing sport that's, that's more fun than most sports you'll ever, ever play. Yeah. You know, see a new culture, see a new community. Go be impactful there and see what happens. That was always my problem with, you know, I played some sports growing up, and I always just felt like the only sport that I, that wasn't, you know, I I, I got into soccer later, but I felt like that was the only sport that didn't involve so much sitting and waiting or standing and waiting. You know, baseball, you're sitting in the dugout, football, you're sitting on the sidelines half the time. So this, so this is a sport where you're constantly moving. You're constantly constantly Everybody gets to touch the ball. There's no quarterback. There's no, there's, there's nothing like that. So I, I remember distinctly, I'd been playing like, like, like church league basketball and like some kickball stuff or, or, or slow pitch softball, standing in the outfield or in shortstop, sweating and just straight up bored. If you get bored during an Australian rules football game, shame on you. You're not working hard. Like, <laughs> you're not doing that, it. That's on you. Nothing that can entertain you at that point yeah. if you yeah. get bored. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, I've uh, I've had a great time. Um, I feel like we've probably got time for another round after we close this off. No, right? we yeah. don't like this. <laughs> no, we're out. We no, drink. I've got to go do something in uh, court. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, thank you very much for talking to me. And, uh, yeah. Yep. Thank yeah. you so thank much, you. Michael. Yeah. It'd just be good if Chico Flitz could yeah, Chico Chico get back over here. Our, our old MVP. Yeah. yeah. Chico. Chico. Chico Flitz. <laughs> And that wraps it up for this episode of Tulsa Lately. Once again, you can find the Tulsa Buffaloes on Facebook. Their website is TulsaBuffaloes.com. And you can find new and old episodes of Tulsa Lately on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. Uh, The TulsaLately.com website has my RSS feed. And everything you can put it into whatever podcast app you normally use and once again i do encourage you to go back and listen to those older episodes if you haven't there's some great content there and i would not want you to miss out so uh coming down the pipeline pretty soon i've got a few people i'm talking to notably coming up next probably is going to be the next rising band in tulsa uh they are called cliff diver and so i'm going to be talking to a couple of their members 
you know, just talk about, you know, they, they haven't been around long. They've been around for like a year or so, I, I, I believe. And they've already made quite a bit of traction for, <laughs> for how young of a band they are. So I'm really excited to talk to them. Um, I guess that's it. So I'll see y'all around.